Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome back. We're excited to talk to you guys. And today is a very interesting topic that I think we all can Happy have Monday. input to. Happy Monday. Or whatever day you're listening to this. So today we're going to be talking about the myth of social media. Hmm. And the myth of having this perfect life on Instagram and just how you can get so wrapped up in it. Especially coming from two people that got really blessed to be on a show and got a following out of it uh, it's can be a cursing and a blessing right yes you should walk us through your history of social media what what form did you first start on that you can remember oh i feel that like at this point it's going to really age us to say that we started on social media on facebook <laughs> you think i saw i was a my i had myspace me too Oh, yeah. Oh, I put that way back in my mind. Yeah, I had MySpace. Mm -hmm. And I had MSN Messenger and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I had AOL and Messenger. Yeah. It's, it's really crazy how it has grown and become a source of just infancy. It's like crazy. It's insane. I remember like right in high school, Facebook. I remember, yeah, Facebook came out like right before I went to college and Facebook was like the hip thing because it was what all the older people started doing, transitioning <laughs> out of MySpace because you wanted to put on your, you know, like the the loading page, like what college you went to, were you single, yeah. all that Where stuff. Where you worked. Oh, yeah, you had to be in college. You had to have a, yeah. a oh, that's college right. yeah, email yeah, yeah. address. An EDU. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. You had to have an EDU email address. So had that. And then um, I, I vaguely vaguely remember Instagram. It came out like right almost going into my senior year of college. So like 2011. And I remember it was just a weird like transition photography platform. Cause mm -hmm. I remember all the mm -hmm. girls had it and they put filters on pictures and it was so girly. It was like, I'm on Instagram and had this like cute little icon. And that's what they would edit all their photos with. And you know, when you're on Facebook, you just throw up a picture and you're like, this is my picture. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just been amazing to see how viral it's taken off. And then Instagram now really is like, I mean, you the would force to be reckoned with. Yeah. I mean, you would only, you, you would only have <laughs> pictures and then they would have video. And then the video was only 15 seconds. And then everyone didn't want video because it just, it ruined the platform. And then you got the videos turned into 60 seconds and then you got IGTV. And then now you can post, you know, multiple posts within one post and, the the way the way it's monetized is completely different than what it was five even a year ago. It's it's honestly it's insane how yeah, it comes I, around. I think we both listened to uh, Guy Raz on how I built this with the Instagram one that he did. Yeah, did you listen to that one? Yeah. If anyone is interested, you should definitely go listen to that podcast and hear how they built Instagram. It's really incredible and. The human behavior is so, it's like an 
untapped market almost when it came to social media because one of the reasons why he started it is because everyone loved to share where they were and pictures like instead of just writing a status you'd show the picture of your coffee and you say hey i'm at this coffee shop anyway you definitely need to go check that podcast out it is so interesting Planning your wedding with less effort. Joy is your one-stop shop for wedding planning and more. For couples planning their wedding, Joy lets you share your wedding details, collect RSVPs, track responses, and communicate with guests all in one place for free. Guests can easily RSVP from your wedding app, whether you send digital invites or paper or both. You can customize and completely control who sees which events using the guest labeling technology. You can ask for custom RSVP questions and meal preferences, assign and limit plus ones. Easily import your spreadsheets, which is something that we just recently did. Whatever theme you choose, all parts of your wedding will match your website. Emails, save the dates, invites, they all match. Choose from hundreds of designs from Joy Studio to match your unique vision and style. You can create your registry, link your existing ones in one convenient place. So head over to withjoy.com slash date to create a wedding website today. That's withjoy.com slash date to create a wedding website today. Why do you think social media is so important? And do you think it's important to you personally? I like though I like social media because have you ever had a moment when, for example, before social media existed, you would either send out Christmas cards to everybody, or if some if some big life, life thing event happened, mm-hmm. you would have to call or send a you know a picture individually to people where social media from a family perspective is great where you post something and everybody sees it, they can all comment and it's one central place for like sure. one massive group chat for strangers or family to now come together and comment on something. Um so my thought on it is I think it's great. Uh I think it's connected so many more people and it's it's broken down a lot of barriers of distance that we used to have that we now don't have anymore. For sure. And there's so much that you can do on social media, connect and like find other people that are interested in the same things that you are. So there's like a lot of great things about it, but there's also this really dark side of social media that I think this generation is just becoming aware of. And that is just being addicted to it. And also relying on it so heavily and getting your self-worth and your value out of social media. And it becomes this topic of interest now with the head people of Instagram. Is this, should we be taking away likes? Like, is this healthy for the youth? Like, where is this going? And uh, no one has the answer to it. Well, elaborate on your experience. Well, for me, wow. Okay, we're about to get personal. So before the show, before on the show, I didn't have an Instagram um, until like 2012. I went silent on it and deactivated my Facebook, deactivated my Instagram. And now it's just a way of life. And I, I have to have it for my business because brick and mortar is changing and online is where it's at. And that's how you 
get people to know you're here. Well, it's and visual that, too. Yeah, it's definitely visual. People are more apt to buy things visually. I mean, if it's anything, um, even if you're buying a service, people want to now see, oh, you do electric. They want to see you working on electric yeah. things. Like it's, it's, it really, really has changed business completely. So I feel like almost in a way I'm trapped with social media unless I do a, com- unless I win the lottery or something uh-huh. and you never see me Powerful. again. Um, but I, it's almost a necessary evil for me because I rely on it for business. And I think a lot of people can relate. Well, you know, when, um, right before I got the house, right before we bought the house and started remodeling it, um, I just searched by hashtags, like different things around Dallas. And that's, I found the contractor's brother who was a drywaller doing a lot of commercial work. And now instead of trying to like call someone and figure out, well, you know, what type of work have you done? Do you have pictures? I mean, you post this and all trades people from people who make furniture to people who sell real estate to uh, producers, artists. I mean, everybody uses this platform now uh, to express themselves and even, you know, sell goods. Uh, even now, like you can get, you can look up custom suits and tailors and people that, that like connect all around the world. For sure. And it's you, a way you, you to monetize ideas. yourself too. Not only are the consumers seeing it like you're talking about, but it's also great for the people that own businesses yeah. or that work for, for somebody and um, want to put their business out there because then you're made aware of it and they also get your business. But that kind of leads me into the thing of like relying on social media for monetary value. And more than anything, influencers will relate to that because Instagram is completely changing. It is not where it was five years ago. It's not where it was two years ago. It's completely changing. So like a bunch of um, my friends that monetize Instagram and that's their sole job. It's really frustrating right now yes. because things are changing so much and, and you know, people aren't shopping the way they used to on Instagram. And it's just a, has a mind of its own and social media is forever evolving, you know, just like TikTok. At what, <laughs> TikTok. At what point in your Tincture after the bachelor bachelorette for me uh when did you see like people started reaching out and then they started exchanging money for stories or posts oh. when did that first and what was your first one you don't right, have to say the amount but just the brand maybe. right away and right away and i never it's really strange because on instagram i never wanted the following that I had on Instagram, it happened and I don't know why. And it, it's very bizarre to me, but all you out there that are listening to this thinking, Oh, if I only hit 5k, if I only hit 20k, if I only hit a hundred K, if I only had a million dollars or a million dollars that, yeah, Mm -hmm. a million followers, um, I would be happy. And it's so not true. Yeah. It, it's, it's such a facade. I'm telling you from someone who has a million followers, my Instagram is a facade. <laughs> like it do, it does not define you or make you um make your value go up as a human being. Um but the whole monetizing thing, I was reached out to right away. I was very careful 
about not doing any ads. I, if you, as long as I can remember up until recently when we did the like little smart sweets giveaway that I did before that, I probably within up until this year had done one ad and it was just an offer I couldn't refuse. But I was so careful not to get trapped. And this was just something for myself. It was easy money. It was good money. It didn't really cost me anything. But I did not want to rely on Instagram as my financial main source of income. Are there people that you know that have been, quote unquote, trapped? I mean, I wouldn't say trapped. It's a choice. But it's just like, for me personally, I knew I would get addicted to it. I knew that I would put my business aside. I wouldn't grow myself. I wouldn't like try to go to coding class. I wouldn't try to make my website better. I would have fully solely focused on making more money when, on What's wrong Instagram. with that? It's easy money. It is easy money. And I guess for me, I just didn't want to have an unhealthy relationship for Inst- with Instagram. And, I, and I'm not saying people that monetize Instagram have an unhealthy relationship relationship with Instagram. I'm just saying for me personally, I know I would have an unhealthy relationship if that was the case. And what type of unhealthy relationship would that be? That just I you're would, glued to it? Or? Yes, that I'm glued to it, that I'm too worried about the likes. I'm too worried about what I'm posting, that I can't really share what I want to share. And as much as I protected myself from feeling that way, I still feel that way. Even though I'm not, he- I'm not relying on it for financial... Why though? Why does it matter? I, I really think for some reason it gives me false validation that people like me or enjoy me. I don't know why. That's the honest truth. That's what I can come up with. It's weird. I, I know. And that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. I think I would, ha- I, ha- I think I would have an unhealthy relationship with social media if I really gave my all to it. Is that considered an insecurity? For sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of like someone loving you, loving you, loving you. And then all of a sudden they don't really love you. And then they love you. They love you. And you're always chasing that high. You're always chasing like, I need people to love me. I need the validation. I need this. And like, for me, that's a dangerous, slippery slope. And I need to love myself and not worry about, that. Yeah. That's very difficult. I mean, do you, you don't have to say a name, but do you think there's a lot of people in the bachelor world who are like that? Um, or at least you, do you no. see, they don't maybe, they don't necessarily voice this to you, but you can tell by the way they post and how much they post. You're like, yeah, this is pretty much like, I can tell this is what you do and you do it all the time. And mm, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know. What about just in general, what do you think about people not quote unquote working, but you're an influencer and all you do is just push ads and I see, I don't get me wrong. I think that's fine. If you do that, I think that's fine. And honestly, you would be dumb not to take the money who would not take that kind of money, but to rely on it and to think that it's going to be the same in the next five years is scary to me because it's not going to be there. It's mm. or it's it will be there, but it won't be there in the way that you feel secure in yeah. right now. That's tough. 
like we've always had these uh, hypothetical conversations about, okay, once you get off the show, I think what happens, I mean, this is, I'm, I'm no, no expert in this, but this is what I just feel happens is, um, your engagement is insane the second you get off the, the show because yeah. there's a ton of likes. And when you your add... Your face is on TV every yeah. single night. And yeah. when someone actually adds you, you know, if you hit add and then you go to your home screen, you see they're put like two or three posts within on your home screen right away. So, you know, you start liking, you're commenting, and then all of a sudden you start seeing their pictures more and their stories. And um, I think that stuff is great. Uh, and but... You know, at the same time, it's like, well, what's going to happen in five years? What's going to happen? That's a scary part. It's yeah, it really is. And it's like, well, what I have a hard time wrapping my head around is, and you know, some brands, it's just different. You know, they all look for the, this engagement. Well, so how many likes to comments do you get or how many accounts do you reach? Mm-hmm. Because at now brands know if a candy company brings, sends you candy, they know you're in, if you post it, they're not going to get 8,000 sales out of it. Mm-hmm. It's solely branding. And this is what's so crazy about it, Adam, is like five years ago, let's just say like back in uh, Ben's season of The Bachelor with all those girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back then, social media, when you posted something and you linked it, you may have gotten like 8,000 people buying that toothbrush. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, But now you're not going to get that. It's like you are now doing flood marketing instead of direct sales marketing you know what i mean correct so they're not getting that direct feedback like they used to five years ago which changes the game that's why when you said brands are now wondering about um engagement they want to know how many comments you're getting they want to know how many people saw your stories and stuff like that because that's what matters to them in flood marketing correct it's not about the direct sales and how many like toothbrushes they sell. They want their brand there instead of just buying the toothbrush. So when you go and you're like, oh, I need a new toothbrush. Who do you think of? Whatever, you know, I showed you, whatever. Sure. So it's just so different. And that's what's scary about it because that happened so quick. That that wasn't even four, four years ago. And now it's completely changed. So what's going to happen in the next four years? Who I don't know. There's going to be a totally different method to get into. For sure. I think you just have to, you have to be kind of ahead of the curve and figure out what's next. And, you know, that's why like posts now are, you have to get more creative and you can't just be boring about it. And like you said, it's just like, it's, it's flood marketing. It's the fact that when I'm thinking about getting something, it's one of the first things that comes to my mind and it's not necessarily a direct sale. So best of luck to those brands. Yeah. Keep sending them our way. I mean, <laughs> me too. I'm like, I, it's, I'm kind of in a weird position because I am a store and I am considered an influencer. And I hate that word. I hate even saying that sentence that came, just came out of my mouth. But I can see both sides. I see yeah. what the brands need and I also see what the people selling it need. And it's, it's not what each other think. Yeah. You know? Raven, do you remember that little device we got for Bo that goes around? It's like a collar, but it's like the, it tracks everything about him. Yes, I'm obsessed with it. It's the Apple Watch for your dog. And um, it's called Fi. And basically, it's a a GPS tracking collar for your dog. 
and it takes two minutes to set up. It's super easy to use and basically use the app and uh, you can track your dog's steps. It offers custom activity tracking, sets daily goals and, and lets you know when they leave the house, which is great. Yes. You can set up a, like a geofence around where everything is. And then basically uh, you can track your dog and then it'll notify your phone when your dog has either left the house or whatnot. But um, anyways, it's a misconception because everyone thinks microchipping is what tracks your dog, but really it doesn't. That just identifies your dog. So the battery life to it lasts up to three months. You put it on, you forget about it. And honestly, I've only just charged it a few times. And for our, uh, for our listeners, you can get up to $50 off with code date. Um, and all you have to do is go visit try fi. So T R Y F I.com and find out more. One thing that I've noticed that bothers every single person, bachelor and across the board, something that bothers them about social media, and that is Instagram followers dropping. Ah. That is something that really messes with people's minds. Very. And I wish there was like a study on this. I'm like, what happens to the brain when you lose Instagram followers? And like, what happens when you gain Instagram followers? Because everybody that comes off the show loses them, right? So it's, I've talked to so many people from so many different um, seasons and they all say the same thing. Like they get depressed about their Instagram following dropping. And it's just like, why? What are we even, like, why are we even thinking this way? Yeah. Oh, man. I seriously think it has something to do with our self-worth and self-value because why else would we care? Yeah. Maybe because it's like, these are the people that are, well, you got to think of it two ways. One, depending on your following and how organic they are, you could have a lot of the Instagram went through a ton of these bots that were following people and was dropping a ton of them, right? That (laughs) there was a big surge, like, there were people that were dropping 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000. Didn't Justin Bieber lose like 200,000 in a day? Probably more. Yeah. Like these are just bots. The ones that like will comment and be like, go to my page and click this. It's just like, (laughs) shut up. Yeah. Like for like. Yeah. And so I don't know. I think you get some of that, but I think this is just my personal guess is I think, you know, some people, you know, they just get tired of seeing you. For and sure, and you're some, not relevant anymore. Yeah, That's all or, it is. you know, it's like, here's the thing is that people follow you for certain things. So, like, if you, you're into fat, if you're a bachelor person, but you also have, like, a decent sense of fashion, some people may want to follow you because you're not an A-list celebrity, but you dress well, and they like the way you dress. Or um, a good example is, like, you start picking up a new hobby, and you you end up being really good Ooh, at it. Like, Dean traveling and his pictures and stuff. Perfect. Oh, it's, it's his He's a little traveling is, nomad. It's incredible. It's great. And it's great content. I totally get it. I don't think he'll lose. If he keeps this going, he'll just gain from here on yeah. out. But I think it's kind of... A slippery, I mean, it, the whole thing is a slippery slope. I probably said that word like four times already, but it's, you're right. People are, are going to forget about you. You're not on TV every day. And like, how do you bounce back from that? And I know what people are thinking like, oh my God, their 15 minutes of fame are already over. And like, who cares? Like they're on TV, yeah. but it is, I've talked to so many seasons, like past seasons and seasons coming up and it affects people. It's something 
You know what's you know what Something one thing you got to think of too for guys. It's different than I think the girls. Come that's out what this I, season. yeah. That's what I was gonna but ask like, you. Yeah, about guys, guys, for example, and especially once they. F- I mean, look, every girl wants to follow like Tyler Cameron, who's single, dated Gigi Hadid. <laughs> But the second that you're taken and you're off the market, they really are just they're just looking at you from afar. And then if if your life is boring and there's nothing new to really share, then they just don't follow you. Yeah. And it's kind of like um, a lot of celebrities I don't follow, but I like to see their stuff every once in a while. I might go to their page, but like I don't follow them. You know, it's just I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break for a second, regroup and come back at you. Love Books helps customers express the sentiments that may be difficult to say out loud. Each book is completely customizable, but most customers use them to list the reasons why they love someone. Users can create characters that look just like themselves and the recipient down to the outfits and the accessories. While customers have the option to personalize each page as much as they like, our express option creates a complete book with just a few clicks. Love books are the perfect gift for Valentine's Day, and we know that is coming up. So Love Books is even offering a membership right now. You'll save immediately on your purchase today and also receive 50% off any future purchases. Love book is not for yourself. It's always a gift. It is ideal for that special someone that really deserves a meaningful present. Visit lovebookonline.com slash date to receive a special 20% off code for our listeners only. That's right. You can go to visit lovebookonline.com slash date to receive a special 20% off discount only for our listeners. All right, we're back in the mix. So... I think to conclude our topic on Instagram, it's really, you just have to have really, you got to have fun while doing it. And I think you just, you have to be unique in your own way and not be someone or something that you're not. I think as long as you're organic in the way you do it and the way you think about it, you can't let externalities in, in your mind take over and think that I'm losing followers. I don't know what to do and so on and so forth. Um, I think as long as you stay in your lane, people will, enjoy and uh and like to follow the real you yep and i think at the end of the day you need to make sure that your real life is so great that instagram just can't even picture literally picture what your life looks like because you're just so happy in it and not everything's going to be a perfect instagram filter in your life but um make sure that you definitely have real moments in your life that are way better than what Instagram could ever capture. Oh, for sure. So I think that's a good conclusion on, on that topic. Um, we had a recent bachelor contestant, um, Mm -hmm. pass away on us. Uh, I think a few days ago now, by the time this airs, it'll be about a week. And it's this, um, it was from Hannah season, Tyler G. And, I connected with him from a college friend who said, Hey, I got this guy that's going to be on the show. Can you just connect with him and, and talk to him or whatnot? So I remember just giving him a little pep talk before he went on the show. He was a really good dude. 
And then, you know, he was only on for like a few episodes and then he got asked to leave and we couldn't figure out why. And, um, I'm really not sure what happened really after that. It was just like the media and everything kind of just went like silent and they really like disregarded it. And then, um, he reached out to me afterwards and basically the only reason why he reached out was he said he was moving to Dallas and he was starting a, like a, an alcohol distribution company, or I guess he was in one and then he was trying to distribute here or whatnot, living here for a bit and then going to move back to Nashville. And then all of a sudden we just get this news. It's like, what the heck, what, what happened to you? You know, he just like fell off the face of the earth. Yeah. It's just so sad. I just, it shouldn't have happened. It shouldn't be this way. And it's just really really sad i just hate it so much yeah i i don't know his situation i don't know if this was a one-time thing i don't know if he was addicted to anything i i don't know if this overdose was on purpose or accidental but i definitely have family that struggles with drugs and i know the pain that his family must feel and his friends must feel and it's just so horrible yeah well our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family and um, hopefully he can, um, or not he, but the family can get some kind of resolution as to, you know, what, what happened. happened and yeah, just get some closure on it. And, and I hope that more or less that whatever happened to him, we can bring more awareness to that and, and not let it happen again. Definitely. And just, just to put it out there too, like I said, I don't know his situation or what happened, but um don't experiment. It's not worth it. The high that you feel is not worth it, uh, especially if you don't wake up. There's so many people that have died accidentally because of these drugs or getting a wrong batch or accidental or on purpose, and it's just so sad. It's the Mac Miller gone too soon. There's like so many people in yeah. celebrity-wise and, you know, and. <laughs> I know there's people out there listening that have dealt with it in their families and it's just, it's not worth it. I definitely have dealt with drug addicted family members and friends and it's just so sad. It just, it's not supposed to be that way. So just, just don't do it. Be the example for your family. Break that generational curse and, you know, um, seek help if you need it. And, also be there for the people that need your help. Yeah. Agreed. Well, on a, on a different note and different topic, um, Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. So Sundays are for the boys, but I know there's a lot of talk and, uh, excitement going on for Super Bowl halftime, which is our beloved JLo and Shakira. If I were to flip a coin and it heads JLo and tails Shakira, which one would you pick? Go. Both? <laughs> no, you need to pick one. I don't know. I pick can't one. pick one. Who do you like? Um, I like them both for different reasons. They're both sexy, iconic. Their bodies are amazing. But that's not why I like J-Lo. Because I like J-Lo because I think she's a good, decent human. What you about know Shakira? What? Same thing with Shakira. You never hear of a scandal with Shakira. She makes her music like she minds her business. But that reminds me of something. Did you see the quote that Becca Tilly posted? No. What'd you say? Okay. This is going to relate back to uh, Shakira and J-Lo. I'll, I'll make it all relate. Let me pull it up really quick. Becca Tilly posted a quote the other day, and I loved it. You ready for this? Go. I had a moment the other day that really changed my perspective on how I view my physical appearance. 
I was thinking no one has ever impacted me by being beautiful or having a perfect body. It might get my initial attention or even be inspiring, but it's never been the reason I remembered them. I'm impacted by people for their kindness, their loyalty, their patience, their generosity, their vulnerability, etc. I've never said, she changed my life because she was pretty and skinny. We spend so much time worrying about the things that mean the least to people. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. That's actually a really heartfelt post. Yeah, that was really, really great. Um, but yeah, J-Lo and Shakira are beautiful women, but like at the end of the day, that's not what makes me like them. I think they're good human beings. Yeah. What I know. When they carry around in their lives. Well, I think I, I hear this a lot. Everyone thinks J-Lo is complete goals at the age of 50 or whatever she is. Yeah, she Still is. rocks like a four pack and she's sexy and everybody wants that in their life. Yeah. But not everyone has her genetics either. But that's okay. True. And no one, just like we talked about, Adam and I talked about this the other day. There's an, who was the athlete you were talking about that it took how much money to maintain their body? Oh, it's LeBron. LeBron spends a million dollars a year. Okay. Thank you. If you had a million dollars to just spend on you looking fabulous, you would look fabulous. That's very true. You know what I mean? But this is also like the million dollars is for. You know, uh, post game recovery. It's a private chef. It's exactly. massages. It's exactly. You know, all the things. J Lo has the same thing. <laughs> yeah. J Lo has a personal chef. She has the diet. She trainer can go to the best doctors and say, "Hey, your this type of food is really ruining your body. Take this type of food." And then she has a personal chef that can come and like cut it up and make it super nice and taste really good. And it tastes like a burger, but it's not a burger. You know, like. They have, they, they, you know, it's, okay. it's goals, but it's not realistic. Goals. I like this. And you're going to, I'm going to, I'm feeding off this topic and I'm going to finish on this note. Okay. And we talked about this like two nights ago, which was appearance and stuff. So if you were a guy, what girls would you date in Bachelor Nation? Uh, I knew you were going to say this. I knew you if were you were a this. guy, here's instead of Raven, your name Adam, would be Ralph. Here's the, here's the problem, Adam is I'll name some people, and of course, I will leave out some people that are great candidates, but I can't think of their name right now, and I won't be able to say it, and then people are going to attack me for not choosing the person they like. Fair enough, fair enough. So let's just go, let's just say you can use guys from the last three seasons, so you can't go any farther back than that. That's a... that's decent. Okay, but I'm still, it's still okay. the same thing's yes. going to happen. People are going to hate on me for not picking that's fine, the right that's person. That's fine, that's fine. But there's a, that's your waiver, and you're saying, hey, I might be leaving someone out, but it's only because Adam's putting me on the spot right and now. And it's only because it's not, it's not that they're not a good person. It's literally because I can't think of them, okay. and my phone's about to die. I can't look these people up. Okay. That's a good disclaimer. <laughs> Very good. You guys are good. Thanks, Kev. <laughs> uh, so if if I wasn't with you, what guys yeah. I would pick? Yeah, your top... No, 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 not guys you would pick. You're a guy and you have to pick girls. Okay, okay. Um, if roles were it, reversed, yeah, yeah. Let's just say, let's And make that it easy. we were not, yeah, okay. Top four. I got attacked on Twitter today for like, never mind. I'll just, okay, top four. If if I was a man that dated women, okay. Um, Top four. Oh, don't do this to me. Okay, top okay, okay. Women. Let me think, let me think. Um, I think just the queen bee is Jojo. Mm. Um, I think Jojo will always be queen bee to me. Um, let's see. Uh, Hannah G. 
Hannah G. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hannah G. And oh, I meant to say say Hannah B. But Hannah G. is up there too. But I would say Hannah B. I would date Hannah B. Okay. Um, Brown. I have two. Two more. Yeah, you get two more. You could okay. do a third if okay. it depends who okay. it is. Okay, let me think. Let me think. I feel like I'm missing a really. Who are the girls that are like coming to the wedding that you know? No bridesmaids. Look at me. St- I'm not saying I'm not gonna say the bridesmaids, Adam. Oh. Okay. Okay. I know this. I know this. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Who's Who's my faves? Who's my faves? Uh, I really can't think. I literally can't think right now. All right, then. It's really lame to just pick two bachelorettes. But yeah, give me one more. Top three is easier. Let's do that. I'm going to go with someone on Peter's season, and I'm going to go with Victoria. Victoria. I'm going to go with Victoria. I like that. I haven't, I got to catch up on that episode. I didn't know how her uh, personalities panned out. Because I can't pick Madison, so that I feel like everybody will be like, oh, Everyone you're dating you're yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. That is okay. cute. Who's your four? Who's your four? My four. I'm going to just do three because you did three. Okay. It'll be even. Perfect. So I'm a girl and I'm picking guys. Okay. I would pick. <laughs> I already um, know. I already know. Who well, I picked Peter Weber. I picked the bachelor right now. Mm-hmm. Peter. I think he's a good overall all around guy. I pick Derek Peth. Mm-hmm. And. I already know. I already know. The and third uh, the third one is uh, the guy, the professional golfer from Alabama, Garrett. I'd pick Garrett. Oh, that's not who I thought you were going to say. Who do you think I was going to say? Jason. <laughs> oh, well, my fourth, my fourth honorable mention. Is Jason. I'd throw Jason in there too. Okay. No, because, oh, I would totally date Caitlin Bristow. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Come on, Raven. We both blanked out. Well, here's the thing. Come on. I, I blanked out my head because I was naming all. Well, I just couldn't think. Well, no, me too. But I couldn't. I also, that I kind of cheated a bit because. Uh, I was picking guys who are virtually single and we just obviously for the benefit of the doubt, we don't yeah. know if Peter is single. So if you, if it were to be a free for all with n- anybody, I'd for sure have Jason on my list for I, sure. You know, the longer time passes, the more I think Hannah and uh, Peter are together. I'm going to, I'm going to just put that oh, out Hannah there. B. So when it comes back, if they're together, I'll be like, I, I told y'all. That's a great love story. But we'll see. I don't know. I really don't know. But I'm going to put that out there to get ahead of it. Well, we have some catch up to do. So next week, we're going to watch The Bachelor. We'll have some recap on that as well. But I think um, this week, we uh, are actually next week, we're going to be heading to Costa Rica. And then we'll be gone for Super Bowl. So we're going to have a very interesting podcast episode for next week. And um, I guess, as always, we appreciate you guys listening in. And we're going to wrap up this conversation with whatever else you want to add to that. Uh, That I just love you guys. And you can always DM us with questions or anything you want to do. Okay. Until next time. Until next time. Signing off. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.